go. A place to be transparent, connect with the untold story, and grow from just a Sunday morning. Welcome to Angle's Podcast with Santi and Steph. And welcome, Kim, to the room. I'm so happy to be with you. Woo-hoo. How are you feeling today? I am really nervous. <laughs> I'm very excited to be here. You don't look nervous at all. Okay, good. I'm nervous because someone's missing. Who is missing? Um, I think your husband. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Santi's missing. (laughs) Anyways, well, I know we're going to have a good conversation today. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. If you guys don't know this, Kim is an amazing person, a loving woman of God. Um, I met her not too long ago, and then I decided to definitely interview her because she has a beautiful testimony, and on top of that, she has a beautiful heart. So I can't wait to hear about you, Kim. Thank you. So Kim is oh single, gosh. and I'm just kidding. as a Pringle. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, so Kim, tell us a little bit a little bit about yourself. You're a worship leader, and I met you at church singing. So t- tell me just fun facts about you, gosh. so people can know you. Um, I mean, I'm getting my master's in public administration right now. So fun, fun, fun. Nice. And Um, you graduated with your bachelor's from UCLA. I did. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really put that out there. But uh, yeah, I got my BA (laughs) BA in political science. And then I minored in Chicana and Chicano studies. Um, Graduated back in 2019. Was going to go to law school, do that whole thing. And then was like, yeah, peace out. Not doing that. So so here we are getting my uh, master's. From um, Fullerton? Cal State Fullerton, yes. Okay. Very exciting. Very exciting. Um, As far as what I do on a daily basis, I guess I work in the political realm. I work in public service. So that's fun. Um, I always wanted to do that. So amazing. And you love to sing. And I do love to sing. Um barely started like I told you four four years ago but um that's a work in progress so amazing she sings beautiful so if maybe we can add a video of her singing we'll try no 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 don't do it don't do it (laughs) okay Kim so we want to focus on how you started going to church and where that path um took you because um as you know many people that go to church and stuff like that they have different types of experiences and I know you've had good ones and you've had bad ones right and when it went downhill, it was a rough time in your life. So I think you're not the only one that goes through that. I've been through that and many people go through that. And I know because of that, a lot of people stop believing in community and in churches. Right. So um, can you start off by saying like when you became a believer and why? Yeah. So I was actually born into like a Christian household. Oh, okay. Um, so from the moment I was born, <laughs> I was in yeah. church. But I think... You learn to encounter God on a very personal level, regardless of like if you were born into a family that is a believer or. um, Yeah, so I I guess I was born into a Christian household, but I learned who God was probably around the age of like 10 or 11. And I remember Mm -hmm. wholeheartedly accepting him at like a retreat, which was really cool. Nice. Um, So then I got baptized and did that whole thing. Right. So um, I would say. I've been a Christian all my life, but I'm still navigating and learning more about God on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, nice. And did I, I grew up the same. Like I was all, I grew up in a Christian household. When I was born, my parents were Christian already. But when do you think you connected with God and built that relationship with him? Because I know earlier we were talking before we started that one thing is knowing God and another thing is having a relationship with him. Right. So when do you think that happened with you? 
gosh. I would have to say fairly recently. Um, considering everything that has happened, I think since I decided to step away from from God due to the situation that I dealt with prior, uh -huh. we'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think fairly recently I'm learning what it's like to have a relationship with God on a day daily basis uh -huh. um, and learning more about what it means to have a relationship with God too. Because you, you can say, oh, I have a relationship with God, but on a day-to-day -day basis, right. it's like, do you pray? Do you feel Your like... Actions. Right, exactly. So I'm... Yeah. I'm learning, um, and mm -hmm. I can wholeheartedly say that it wasn't it wasn't until recently that I started to have a relationship with him. Wow, that's amazing! And what, what you're saying, what brought you to have a relationship with him, was because of what you went through in church, right? Definitely. So we, we should definitely get into that. Okay. So tell me how this started. So you grew up in church. You you were a a dancer at church. I was. Yeah. Yes. Since you were how old? Gosh. That's like a good five? question. I want to say like six or seven. I remember being on the dance team. On the dance team. And then we stepped out of that church because we had moved and it uh -huh. was distance was like way too, too hard. It was like 50 miles just to go to church. So we decided wow. to step out of there. Um, and so I hadn't danced ever since we left. And I think I left when I was like 11 or 12. Oh, okay. So from like the age of like six or seven all the way to the age of 12. So like six six years and then at that church did you continue dancing or you just didn't do anything no I, I didn't do anything I was a mm -hmm. bench warmer as they would call it <laughs> which is very bad right and yeah. I'll get into that wow um that terminology has a negative connotation to it yeah um so I'll get into that too but yeah we should definitely step into it <laughs> yes <laughs> but um yeah so I was I decided to sit down for a bit and then I started um, I joined the worship team and that's where that started with worship. Um, that's where I've been ever since. Okay. So then you go, you're at this new church. Tell me, tell me how that started. So you mentioned you were at bench warmer. Is that what you said? Right. Right. So what's that? So at my old church, um, it had a negative connotation if you just attended service and didn't serve. So, wow. um, the pastor would say from the pulpit, don't be a bench warmer. Wow. That's right. crazy. Yeah. So, um, in navigating that, I think I was trying to step out or like grow into who I was and attending a new church. Right. And so you hear this from the pulpit, don't be a bench warmer. And you're like, well, where am I supposed to be? If mm -hmm. there's, if I feel like dance isn't my calling, then what is my calling? Mm -hmm. um, so navigating that space in a sense of being like, okay, I can't be a bench warmer. I can't be a bench warmer. I can't be a bench warmer. It's like being a bench warmer means, well, you're not serving, right? Exactly. So everyone that used to, well, everyone that was a bench warmer that was kind of like, you're not close to God. That's how it was seen. Wow. That's yes. insane. So then because of that, you started trying to see where you wanted to go. Exactly. And I started just, helping with the youth. Um, that was, I did that for quite some time. And then schedules, I had just transferred to UCLA. So mm -hmm. it was a little hard to do all of that. Um, Did it make you feel guilty as well? Yes. Like you yes. were a sinner. Like I wasn't worthy that. enough. Like I wasn't yeah. worthy enough to serve because I am putting all of these things in front of God. And that's how it was looked at. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, you're putting school first. Mm -hmm. And then you feel guilty. I guess I've been through that too. Mm -hmm. You feel guilty or you feel like you're not a good daughter right. of God. Right? right. Because you're not serving and you're being this bench warmer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or... Maybe God is not going to bless me the same. Stuff exactly. like that, right? And that's how that's how that my old church was. It yeah. was very much that, like, if you're not serving, then what are you doing? Why are you coming? Yeah. So what happened after that? 
ooh, <laughs> what didn't happen after that? <laughs> and um, sorry, I'm going to say yes. something real quick. This is not to talk um, but about any church, okay? Right. It's just to really um, emphasize on the experience that you can have. Because we've mentioned, go out, look for community, find community. But this is something that we want to make sure that you guys know. A church is not perfect. Mm -hmm. And people can really be hurt um, and go through this. And it's not right. easy. Anyways, yeah. continue. No, no, no. I, I do want to. I love that you're emphasizing that. Yeah. Because my intention is not to be like, oh, they Definitely. said this at my old church yeah, and, and all I of this stuff. Even... And that's not my intention. My intention is to bring light to this stuff. So people who have heard these things or have gone through these things are like oh wow it doesn't have to be this way yes you know i love that exactly so, um, and thank you for being open because it's oh, not course. easy to be open about you know something you went through because again you don't want to make it seem like it's a bad thing that you're you right. just want to talk about it which is not no not anyways, at all continue. not the intention and it's still <laughs> fairly fresh right yes so, um gosh so to get into it i guess um sometime last year like the end of January, early February, um, there was this big division within the church. Um, and so as a result of that, um, I lost a lot of friendships. Um, some people that decided to stay at my old church, um, when I decided to step out and, and follow the pastor in a sense, I was told that I couldn't communicate with these individuals that decided to stay because they would contaminate me or wow. things like that. So, um, after hearing a lot of lies and seeing the way that certain individuals who hold titles um, were acting and things that they were doing, I kind of took it out on God um, because if these people are people of God, I was I questioned why they were okay with doing certain things or saying certain things. Yeah. Um, so as a result of that, when I stepped out in February, um, I kind of went through this phase of like, Lord, I want nothing to do with you. Yeah, because that's toxic. Right. Like, as I'm listening to you and you're talking about this, it sounds like, like, I don't know, like, I, I, I would expect from a job environment, right? Exactly. But from a place that you expect to have leaders to guide your life, mm -hmm. to be there for you and support you, that's that sounds very toxic, you know? And it, it really was. Yeah. And it took a toll on me, like, mentally, spiritually. I was like, Lord, if it's like this... I want nothing to do with you. With church specifically also. With I'm church and, and God. just and God in general. Because yeah. these people were supposedly hearing from God, but the God that I know would not, he wouldn't say these things. He wouldn't do these things and, yeah. and cause people to hurt in certain ways. Yeah. So um, that's where that conflict was. So when I decided to step out, I was like, peace out, God. Like, if it's like this, I want, I want mm -hmm. nothing to do with you. Sorry, God. <laughs> I don't mean that now. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I went through my phase. I, I was going out every weekend, partying every weekend because that's how I. What clubs? I'm just kidding. Oh, well, let, me, let me give you the list. <laughs> I'm kidding. Take note, please. <laughs> I'm Ready? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Let's go. Um, and it's not a bad thing. But anywho. So uh, I just went through this phase of like, God, I want nothing to do with you. Um, and so I lived it up in my own way and coped with it in probably an, an unhealthy way. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, reflecting on everything, I, I realized that, you know, God isn't a God of division. Yeah. And so if he's not a God of division, then he has called me to love. And yeah. so that's what I'm going to do. So let me reconcile friendships that I let go. Mm -hmm. And those that don't want to reconcile with me, then it you is tried. what it is. 
Yeah. So, um, yeah. So all of this to say <laughs> that um, going through my little phase of I want nothing to do with you, God, um, really helped me solidify what I wanted and what I didn't want. Right. So um, come time to realize, like, God, you're not a God of division. Mm-hmm. This means I'm going to dive head head like dive. What is it? Dive first. Dive in head head first to to mm-hmm. all that you are. And let me navigate and learn who you are, because if you're not a God of division, then what are you? You know, who yeah. are you? So teach me to love. Teach me to love my neighbor. Teach me to love my enemy. We're not supposed to have enemies. So yeah. teach me how, how to love my neighbor, yeah. essentially. And this was when you were out partying that you realized this or you just came back home and you said, I feel weird. I'm going to start praying. And then, <laughs> no, then, no, no. <laughs> how did this happen? <laughs> well, I think that the beauty of like COVID in a sense was that we had to be home. Oh, and okay. we had oh to yeah. Face, you said a year ago. Yeah, yeah. So we had to face these things that we didn't want to face on a day to day basis. Uh-huh. Um, you know, my life was very much go, go, go. I would wake up in the morning, go to work, go home, knock out. And that was my schedule. Um, no wow. time to think about other stuff. That's it. Yeah. So having to be home, I was like, God, God, um, I'm feeling these things. I'm feeling the need to reconcile friendships. I'm feeling the need to be like, God, let me just get on my knees and pray and be like, God, mm-hmm. I'm just giving this hurt to you. Yeah. Um, because it didn't, it doesn't stem from you it stems from man and so how am I supposed to navigate these emotions if not with you it was kind of like you were avoiding the herd um by going out correct yep and then maybe when you couldn't go out anymore that's when you could not collapse but you were like oh goodness there's something going on here right and then you just came came back to realizing that and that's beautiful so after um you reconciled and you prayed to God did this make you realize that men are sometimes trying to overempower what God God's word really is? Right. How can you um, best advise people who've been through hurt oh, gosh. And, <laughs> and not stop believing in community and in church or any, even in God? Because I know some people even stop believing in God because mm-hmm. of this, you know, right. things like this. I mean, if it's a toxic place, exactly. it's a place where God's supposed to be. It's like if there's a club that's very famous and then everyone says, join this club, join this club, join this club. And then I join it and, and I have this experience. I'm not going to believe in that club anymore. Mm-hmm. So how can you tell people who have been through this? What what best advice can you give them? Gosh. Whether if it's like, don't believe in man. Yeah, I think that's the root of it all. Um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to think no, take of like, time. cause that's a think. heavy question. It is. I'm sorry. <laughs> How do you best advise someone that's been like through church hurt? I think it's a tough question. Take your time. Right. So I think it's so easy to focus on the flaws that man has or like, yeah, right. You know, the things that man has done against you, but at the end of the day, it's really just about God, yeah. you know? And I, back to my point of if God isn't a God of division, then it's like, then why am I taking it out on you, essentially? Yeah. So I guess in summary, it'd be like, if you've been hurt in the past, it don't focus too much on what man did to you mm-hmm. because God still wants to love you through that and walk you through that hurt um, yeah. and heal that hurt because 
God doesn't want to hurt you. Yeah. He wants to love on you. And it wasn't him. And it wasn't him at the end of the day. Yeah. Maybe you were were to focus on man versus Mm -hmm. what we're going to church for, right? And church is community. So after going through this, do you think church is so important to go to? Yes. Yeah. Why? Yes. Okay. So at the end of the day, it really is going to church is like, I'm going to go worship you. Maybe it's one week. I mean, one week, sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> one day out of the week. <laughs> Not one week, guys. <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> too, no, kidding. Um, maybe it's one day out of my week, right? Yeah. But it's one day out of my week that I dedicate to you, God. I'm going to walk into this building and encounter your presence in a way that I get to do it with my brothers and sisters. So it's mm-hmm. very important to do that with when you're fellowshipping, right? Why? Because you don't want to do life alone. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm sorry. I'm just asking why it's because okay. I really want people to, you know? <laughs> that's okay you don't want to do life alone if I'm struggling with this church hurt yeah I want my brothers and sisters to know hey I'm struggling with this church hurt and if people say why not outside why well I can look for someone outside it doesn't have to be in church what would you say I think the advice that you would get outside is catered to being on the outside not on the inside of a church I love that you know like yeah if I it's like for example with you and I yeah if I were to come up to you at church and be like hey I'm going through this can you pray for me yeah. As opposed to being going up to like my friend that doesn't believe in God and being like, hey, can you pray for me? She's gonna yeah. be like, wait, what? What do you mean? No, let's let's go cope with it this way. Let's yeah, go definitely. do it a different way. You know, so um, it's very important to fellowship with other Christians, because at the end of the day, maybe they've gone through the same thing you have. Yeah. And they can help mm-hmm. guide you and walk you through that process, too, and pray for you. Yeah, and I, I always say there's different churches in this world for a reason. This, this is what I was telling my mom this morning. There's different churches for different reasons because maybe the church that Kim, Kim feels comfortable in or feels like she can connect with is where she, she belongs. If you feel peace, if you feel connected mm-hmm. and you feel happy and you feel like that's the type of community that you need, that's the type of culture that you need right now in your life, then you should definitely stay there. Right. I always say it like that. And maybe in the long run, every church has different cultures. I don't know if you've noticed mm-hmm. that. They all have different cultures, different ways of managing right. the community. And maybe you like A and I like B. And mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that we should be divided. You know, it doesn't mean that we should, I should not believe in A or you should not believe in B. Mm-hmm. If you're growing, if you're, and and I, I believe in the fact that you're saying we're not meant to do life alone. Mm-hmm. If you're in that church and you're doing life with people, that's a big win already. Right. Right. So I, I, I choose a specific church because I connect with that. And I think that's what belongs in my life right now in this moment. Mm-hmm. For example, with, with Santi and I, right? Um, that came from, from my, my old church mm-hmm. that we, we just, you know, decided to go into a different culture because that's what we believe that our marriage needs in this moment. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that Kim is not going to talk to me anymore because exactly. I don't go to her church. Oh, that's a perfect example, right? <laughs> yes. We still serve the same God. Yeah, that's exactly. Really At the end of the day, we still serve the same God. So mm-hmm. that's what matters. What culture you're in, correct? Mm-hmm. I think church is not for... Uh, your church is better than mine. Exactly. And I, I got a sense of that um, when the division happened. And so for me, it was like, 
as long as we're serving the same God, how are we going to be in heaven mm-hmm. together? Exactly. And you can't, you can't even say hi to me at the grocery store yeah. because I don't attend the same church that you yeah, go to. Yeah, that's weird. No, yeah. it doesn't I'm work sorry, I'm that way. Weird, but kind of weird. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you can't, you can't do that. You can't pick and choose when you want to love me. Unless we have different heavens, but we don't have uh, We don't. Heavens, we're, we're going right? to the same yeah, one, girl. Same one, so. <laughs> so, so for me, it was just like, okay, so because I didn't choose your church you you're different or you're less be, yeah, yeah yeah I was here and you were up here because you're attending a different church it doesn't work that way we're still serving the same God right. we are still feeling mm-hmm. the same Holy Spirit and yeah. the same Jesus came and saved us so yeah. what's the difference yeah you know? and when you step into church like when, at least when I stopped going to church for a while when COVID happened and then I came back it's kind of like this feeling of um it's like a reminder of like oh this is the god that i'm serving right oh this is what it is and some people are here because of pastors that they see in the altar at the end remember if the culture is not yours and you don't feel comfortable you know look for another place Mm -hmm. i mean there's always different there's tons of churches in this world where you can look for one where you feel the best Mm -hmm. and i don't think god will be upset right if you leave one and go to the other one Mm -mm. Yeah. As long as you're serving him, right? Yeah. And as long as you're being fed. Exactly. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. So what is one of the biggest um, experience, biggest lesson that you took? Gosh. From this. I think the biggest lesson I learned. To close it out. Yeah. The biggest lesson I learned throughout this whole process of like church hurt and mm-hmm. all that stuff is, I think it's twofold. So yeah. number one, um, don't focus too much on man and keep your eye on the prize in a sense, which is God. I love that. Because at the end of the day, that's really why you go to church. Mm-hmm. You don't go to church to go dress up and look pretty. Yeah. You don't go to church to go and, I don't know, see your crush. You don't go to church <laughs> to go. Well, I used to, Kim. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well. I used to go. No, well, that, that can be an addition. But. <laughs> But you don't go to go um, like serve man, essentially. Right. Yeah. I think when I was on the worship team back then, it was more so like, what's do I look holy enough? Like, is the pastor going to approve? Is he going to take me down because I don't look holy enough? And that was my fear. Wow. Which is which is very heavy. Right. Because That's at the end crazy. of the day, I was focusing on man. Yeah. And not God, which is really what we're called to do. So. Yeah. So number one would be like not to focus on man. And number two, don't let your church hurt dictate whether or not you follow God. Because at the end of the day, he wants to work through that. Um, And I think he wants to develop a a, like stronger relationship through that Mm -hmm. so that he can show you who he is as opposed to like the God that people or man label him as or, or state that he is. I love that. Thank you. I think that's a very a nice reminder for me as well. And then um, I would like to add on. Remember that community community is very important. And I agree with what Kim says. Don't do life alone because I've tried doing life alone as well. And it's not as easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's um, churches for everyone. Remember, not everyone that goes there is going to be nice. It's going to be perfect because it's not for perfect people. It's for exactly. hurt people. So you're going to find all types of attitudes all types mm-hmm. of people. So just, you know, always be ready for that. But um, yes, um, it's definitely a great way to encounter with him and stay accountable with him. And it's like when you, I'm going to close this with this. 
I promise this time. You're um, fine. I'm all, I'm, I have all the time. <laughs> I love yeah, this chat. <laughs> I know me too. So I used to say this. It's kind of like, because some of my friends would ask me, why do you have to go to church? I can't just believe in God and not go to church. And I said, you know what? I see it as like, my friends and I are going to go celebrate someone's birthday. You know, you guys gather yeah. together and celebrate a birthday every Sunday. It's not a birthday, but it's kind of like celebrate someone that's amazing every every exactly. um, Sunday. Yeah. Anyways, fun. I want to I want to end and ask you this last question. Tell me something about yourself that no one knows, um, but is very a fun fact about yourself that no one knows. I For really exam- have to think about that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, what doesn't? I'm an open book. I'm very yeah. yeah. Like anything. I feel like I'm very transparent. I know we all know that you sing, so you can't say that. Right. So, right. um, something, something that no one knows. Or tell me your biggest prayer. This is what I usually ask. We we ask people Ooh. your biggest prayer right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know. We chatted about it on Ooh. the phone. <laughs> Uh, DM her. Uh, no, <laughs> no. I I think um, that's one, guys and girls. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's another chat we na- we need to have. Yes, this how is to true. live a single life. Yes, because you know what? I enjoy my singleness. Yeah. At the end of the day, I really do. Of course, because I'm, I did too for a moment. But right. we all have a desire, right? So <laughs> so that desire is there. Don't be shy. But, but I think <laughs> my biggest prayer right now has to be. Um, think at the end of the day success is very subjective mm-hmm. um so my prayer is to be successful right and so yeah. successful to me might look completely different oh, to yeah. you and so different I think, definitions yeah I think our our criteria for success has always been like you have to have this and this and this and this but yeah. at the end of the day I just pray that I am successful and whatever that looks like to God so if you want me to be oh, in the nice. political sphere I will be in the political sphere. If you want me to be in the nonprofit um, field, I'm okay with that. I think I just want to know that I'm serving God through what I'm doing at the end of the day. I love that. Um, and be successful at it. That God be- makes your purpose clear. Exactly. Always. That's beautiful, Kim. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you guys for being with us here today. And I had a pleasure interviewing Kim. So um, do not forget to call Three two three. I'm just kidding. No, I'm joking, guys. It's six two six. Oh, six two six. <laughs> no, but yes. Thank you so much, Cam, for being with us. Thank I had a pleasure. You're a very me. sweet girl. Oh, thank you. And this little time that I've known you, I really connect with you, and I think you're you're awesome. You have a sweetheart. You're thank an amazing you. woman, and I I know you're gonna be, um, you're gonna be light everywhere that you go to, which you are already, and you're gonna flourish like a beautiful flower as you are already. I've so, that. God bless you. And thank, thank you guys you, for being with us. And you want to say bye, Kim? Oh, um, yeah, I guess bye. (laughs) I'm kidding. No, thank you for tuning in. Um, And I guess I hope whatever was said here plants a seed in your heart to either reconcile or to um, let go of that church hurt that you might be carrying and just to give it up to God. Amazing. Thank you. That was beautiful. Well, God bless you guys. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. We are so thankful to have you today and for letting us be part of your journey. Make sure to share with someone who needs to hear this. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Spotify, 
Apple Podcasts and YouTube searching Ingles Podcast. See you next week. Friends, don't forget to like and subscribe to continue sharing this mission together. See you next time.